For the Love of a Woman by the Carnivorous Muffin and Vanelle, based on the works of Stephanie Meyer. Chapter 2. You like chocolate ice cream? Edward said. Jacob, for the record, had no idea what the fuck Edward was talking about. Bella looked from him to Jacob and back again. They were all in her room, both having come through the window a few minutes ago. The clock on Bella's desk read a little after one in the morning. Edward hadn't seemed to think this was a problem when they'd left Casa Cullen. Judging by Bella's reaction, it wasn't, or at least, not when Edward did it. Bella's big smile at seeing Edward had turned into bug-eyed shock when she saw Jacob crawl in as well. Jacob had smiled awkwardly, the greeting catching in his throat on his way out. Hi, we're here with an offer you can't refuse. Just didn't feel right. Nothing did. The plan he and Edward had so carefully crafted, all the talking points and all the prepared rebuttals, suddenly didn't feel like such a good idea anymore. Bella just kept looking at him, like she'd watched him rise from the dead. He guessed. He couldn't remember how their conversation ended yesterday, but he hadn't intended to see her again. That was meant to be goodbye, and he was sure she knew it. His arriving now, Jacob wasn't sure what she made of that, but he was sure she had the wrong idea. Not helping was their seating formation. It felt weirdly like an intervention. Bella sitting on her bed in her pajamas, staring at them both, while Edward had commandeered her desk chair and Jacob stood arms crossed behind him, wishing he had a chair too so he could look a little less like Edward's bodyguard. Ice cream. Bella repeated, utterly lost. That was the opener? After all that planning? All that sitting in that freaky smelling house for hours? That was how Edward wanted to do this conversation? Jacob's plan, for the record, had been to offer Bella a few beers and get toasted. Edward would be sober, which probably wouldn't help his nerves, but it'd sure make Jacob and Bella more comfortable for this conversation. Edward had refused. Underage drinking, apparently, was wrong. Edward merely smiled implacably, as if this was all going according to plan. Jacob hoped it was. Something about the look on Bella's face made him less than sure. Yes, Edward said. You like chocolate ice cream, and many other flavors as well. Vanilla? He inclined a brow suggestively. Bella's frown deepened. She was at a complete loss. So was Jacob. Strawberry? Edward continued. Banana. There are many different flavors of ice cream, and each have their strengths. Some perhaps more succulent than others. But you're all good flavors. Pleasurable flavors. They can give you different experiences. Is this about your personal brand of heroin again? Bella asked slowly, as if that was an actual, logical sentence. Edward seemed to know what she was talking about and looked utterly mortified. No. No, Bella, this time it's not about me. Well, it is, but we're talking about you and your favorite flavors of ice cream. It's pretty much just chocolate, Bella said slowly. This seemed to throw Edward for a loop. Not just a loop. For a second, he looked utterly devastated. It is. But Esme made you that ice cream cake. Bella flushed dark red, looking anywhere but at Edward. Uh, well, I mean, I like all flavors of ice cream if it's Esme making it. I'm at store-bought. When it's store-bought, I only like chocolate. Bella rambled, somehow flushing even harder. Her neck was red, too. And her chest. Nice. Edward, meanwhile, brightened. So then you get my meaning. 
Just because you like one flavor doesn't mean you can't take pleasure from another as well. Sure. Bella said slowly, clearly not catching Edward's drift at all. Not that Jacob would in her place. She sent Jacob a quick look, a desperate cry for help and sanity with her eyes alone. But Jacob was absolutely not touching this. As far as Jacob was concerned, his plan was to stand shirtless behind Edward, looking very sexy. He held in the temptation to flex his pecs. That would come later. Maybe. Probably when Edward moved on from Sundays. Bella. Edward said and leaned forwards. His voice grew lower. Huskier. Jesus, it was like watching Legolas try to be sexy. Bella flushed again, but this was a different type of flush. Apparently, sexy Legolas worked. Ha. Huh. We are in this room because we care about you. Edward continued, his words bringing the Intervention Association back with full force. And my ice cream habits? Bella asked very slowly, eyebrows raised perfectly to her hairline. No, no. Edward insisted, finally looking somewhat flustered. No, that was... it was a metaphor. Now Bella was even more lost. A metaphor for what? For us. Edward said. Bella was still lost. Us who? She darted a look up at Jacob and then out the window before she turned back to frown at Edward. Edward did something strange with his face. He tilted it down and lowered his eyelids, then looked up at her through his unnaturally thick lashes. It looked utterly stupid. He looked like a demented bird. Yet Jacob could hear Bella's heart skip a beat. You love me. You love Jacob. And Jacob and I love you. Bella's head whipped to Jacob, her eyes boring into his, searching through to his very soul to see if this was really as true as Edward claimed. To see if, despite everything, Jacob really did still love her. God, he did. He did, but not for what she was so dead set on becoming. In that, nothing had changed. And suddenly Jacob felt very dirty standing here and even implying that it had. With dawning horror, Jacob realized that Bella probably figured this was a reconciliation. That this was Jacob deciding that everything was all right. That he would attend her wedding. And that he and Edward were finally friends, just like she'd wanted. Fuck! We love you enough. I love you enough. I think only of your happiness and well-being. Fuck! Abort, Edward! Abort! Edward did not abort. You want a human experience? I can't give that to you. You could hear the sound of a pin dropping even on the soft carpet of Bella's bedroom. Somewhere, in the space where metaphors lived, the record player just hit a scratch. Bella's eyes widened, and she opened her mouth to protest. Edward beat her to it. But Jacob can. Bella froze. And her face. Jacob was very familiar with that face, though he hadn't seen it in months. This was the Bella Swan who had come to him, months ago now, with a pair of broken motorcycles. There was nothing in her, nothing at all in her eyes, as she stared blankly at the wall behind Jacob and Edward. No going back now. You're leaving me, she whispered. It wasn't a question, though, not really, the way she said it some part of her had been expecting this. Just like some part of Jacob had hoped that one day Dick Ward might leave her again, while she was still human and there was still time. Then, the panic. No. No, no, Edward, you promised you- Begged, her eyes welling up with tears as her breathing got staccato. Edward was by her side in an instant, faster than Jacob's eye could track, holding her. 
She clung to him like a lifeline, unbothered by his cold, unyielding skin. Her eyes were wide open over his shoulder, wide open and blank with unspeakable horror. Bella, Bella, you misunderstand. I will never leave you again. Never again. I promised and I have every intention of keeping that promise. Bella, my love. He said, pulling back to kiss her several times on the lips. It was weirdly chaste, though. Jacob felt a bit like a voyeur, definitely witnessing something he wasn't meant to, and he supposed it wasn't the moment, but Edward was keeping his lips firmly shut, and those kisses were little more than delicate pecks to hers. Jacob was starting to see how this guy found the concept of railing her unthinkable. Then why? Bella sobbed, uncomprehending. Bella, I have my limits. Edward said, sounding despairing. I have always endeavored to surpass them when it comes to you, but I am afraid we have reached as far as I dare go. I cannot give you this, Bella. The consequences... I cannot return to a world in which you are dead. You won't! She insisted, but he just looked at her tenderly, cupping her face in his cold hands. I cannot promise that, my love, Edward said. Even Alice cannot promise us that. She stared up at him her brown eyes looking almost tired, as if she knew her love for him was going to hurt her again, even when he was right there and there was nothing to do but accept it. But I did promise you a human experience. He pecked her lips again and stroked her face. With Jacob. She finished for him, the words coming out as choked, despairing laughter. She glanced at Jacob, appearing to see him in a new light, shaking her head as she purposefully eyed his muscular chest. Well... Both of us. Edward smiled. Bella's brow furrowed. Her lips twisted into a confused and angry frown. You just said, yes, Jacob will do the uh, perilous deed. Edward said. But I'll be there too. Kissing you. Holding you. Holding your hand. Bella looked about as impressed with that idea as Jacob had been when he heard it. Slowly, Bella's eyes turned accusingly to Jacob. There was a storm brewing in their depths, the likes of which Jacob hadn't seen since Sam told him to cut Bella loose. She clenched and unclenched her hands, probably remembering just how it felt when she broke her fist on his face. You're going along with us? She asked him, but it wasn't a question. That Jacob was standing here was an answer enough for both of them. It was Jacob's time to flush. He sent the leech a pleading look and immediately hated himself for sending the leech pleading looks. Edward, god damn him, said. Yes. Suddenly, Jacob's last chance with Bella, as well as his last chance at ruining her relationship with Jerkward, seemed entirely too petty. Jacob ducked his head in shame. And after? Bella said quietly, dangerously quietly. Jacob blinked. He hadn't thought about after. It would be nice if they could cuddle, but he supposed all things considered that being kicked out of the room like a stud would be in line with how dignified this whole project was. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, indeed. What a way to lose his V-card. I can stay in the bed if you like, Jacob suggested slowly. Bella's face only grew more thunderous. No, Jacob, I meant what happened after... There was something in the way she said that, something significant, that made it all too clear that Bella wasn't just talking about the morning after. Suddenly, Jacob remembered the last thing Bella had talked to him about before this, whether, after she turned, he would be in her life or not. 
as if she imagined he'd willingly fuck Mrs. Fangface. I guess I'd say that's up to you, Jacob finally said. You know where I stand. Bella laughed humorlessly. So that's it? <laughs> You'll come in. I can't even say it. She stood suddenly, unsteady on her feet, and wobbled her way over to the window. She hunched over it, bending so that Jacob couldn't make out her features, and stared into the glass. Edward, meanwhile, was staring at Jacob. Remember the fallback we talked about? He asked, too quietly for Bella to hear. Jacob's stomach turned to ice. What if she says no? Jacob had said, feet dangling over the edge of the couch as he looked across the table at Edward. Edward had nodded grimly. She might. She very well might. He appeared deep in thought for a second or two, before his eyes snapped up to meet Jacob's. I'm afraid, Jacob, that should the worst occur. We may have to entice her. He looked up, directly into Jacob's eyes. Jacob had shifted uncomfortably. There had been something intense in those golden eyes he didn't like. We may have to do the unthinkable. I won't force her, Jacob exclaimed, and Edward looked like he'd been slapped across the face. How can you even... No. Jacob, I... I mean... We may... We may have to... Um... He'd breathed deeply, and Jacob had the sudden sensation that he was trying to appear more worldly than he was. We... We... We may have to engage in sodomy. He'd finally said. Jacob had stared, blinked for a moment, then slowly said, You mean, like, BDSM or something? Edward's mouth had fallen open, then closed, then fallen open again. Finally, Edward had blurted, I mean homosexuality. What? Jacob had exclaimed, finding himself leaping off the couch. Dude, what are you even? I don't like it either. Edward had hissed, looking at Jacob as if he were a piece of subpar meat at the supermarket. I am not sticking it up your frozen ass. No one asked you to do that. Edward had hissed, now standing as well. Yes, you did just now. Bella won't need that. Edward had insisted. To do so would be to horrify her. She's not that kind of girl. Kissing the implication. That should be enough. The implication of sticking it up your ass? Jacob had shouted. Yes, the implication of sticking it up my ass. Edward had shouted back. Oh, yours. Why should I be the woman? Because this was your idea, Jacob had exclaimed and had the sudden, terrible thought that this might just have been the leech's plan all along. No! Edward had shouted, on his feet now. I'm doing this for Bella. Yeah, sure. Jacob had suddenly been acutely aware of how many times Edward had seen him without a shirt. Given how much leech face hung around Bella, it was a lot. How dare you? Edward had hissed. I don't find you remotely attractive. You're the wrong everything. You're not exactly my type either, Sparkles, Jacob had mocked, making sure to take a moment to look at Edward Cullen's skinny, twig-like body up and down. Edward had bristled. Jacob, I invited you into this plan because I thought you could handle it maturely. Because I thought Bella was your priority and that you would put her above yourself. Was I wrong? If Jacob had been a better person, he would have said yes. Yes, Edward was wrong. And this whole plan had been a terrible idea. Better person Jacob would have gathered up his dignity and pride and walked out of there. Alas, Jacob was Jacob. 
and leaving the room would have meant throwing away his ticket to Bella's bed. Edward had knowingly smiled at him. The things we do for the love of a woman. Jacob stood very, very still as he realized that this was what Edward meant. That this was the worst occurring. With a growing sense of dread, wondered just how Edward wanted to do the fallback plan. The homosexual fallback plan. He hoped, vainly, that Edward meant they were going to start talking about ice cream again. Judging by the look in Edward's narrowed eyes, he was wondering the same thing. After a minute's pause, still staring at the window, Bella said, Get out. Bella. Edward protested, on his feet as well as now moving towards her. Bella didn't look at him. Get out. Bella repeated, her hands now shaking against the window, her entire willowy frame shaking. Edward stared at her. Then he turned to stare at Jacob. Jacob's breath caught in his throat. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Edward crossed the distance between them in a few short strides. Jacob stood frozen in place. He stood frozen in place as Edward placed his hands on both sides of his head, closed his eyes, and leaned in to kiss him. With Jake, apparently, it wasn't going to be a peck. The leech's ice-cold, hard lips pressed against his, and a slimy stone slipped between Jacob's lips. He tasted overly sweet, like fruit on the verge of rotting, the thickness of Edward's saliva only making it more potent. Stiffly, and ever so slowly, Jacob placed his hands gingerly on Edward's waist. There wasn't a natural curve there, not like Bella, but he was skinny enough that it didn't feel too unnatural. Just cold, hard, and unyielding. No, scratch that. It felt completely unnatural. As Edward's tongue slipped around Jacob's mouth like he'd swallowed a massive pebble, Jacob could only send thanks to Bella for having kissed him once before. So this wouldn't go down in history as Jacob Black's first kiss. Edward tilted his head, deepening the angle of the kiss, and apparently had forgotten that Jacob did have working lungs and needed to breathe. With a great gasp of air, Jake finally broke the kiss, feeling lightheaded as he stumbled out of Edward Cullen's embrace. As one, Jacob and Edward turned their heads to see Bella's reaction. She better be enticed after this. There was an empty space in front of the window where Bella had been standing. Looking over towards her bed, only her rumpled sheets remained, perfectly empty. Slowly, Jacob turned towards the bedroom door. It was ajar. Bella wasn't in the room.